they're getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me to the show it's your boy lewis and it's your boy gibby guys we're back we are back yeah that song oh, gave me goosebumps yeah, just listening the music to it. intro was mace welcome back love it and it feels good to be back oh yeah you know it was a good summer i enjoyed myself how about you it was great it was great little uh little uh setback on the off season but uh yeah, we're back at it again. Here we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm uh, ready to get into it. A lot of stuff has happened. So today's show, we're going to talk about current events as always. The Max Pacioretty saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, which players are we excited for? Which youngster takes the biggest leap? Uh, and have the Habs done enough to improve this season? We're going to touch mm. base on that. But first, we've got some announcements. Yeah. So number one, we have a soundboard. So expect lots of sound effects, and this year we got, you know, we're going to be messing around. We got a soundboard, live sound yeah. effects. I don't have to edit them in after. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah, we're going to have uh, giveaways again this season. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, we have the Habilisten Fantasy Hockey League. Mm. First year, first annual uh, yeah, Habilisten yeah. Fantasy Hockey League. The winner gets a champion's shirt, a champion's ring, and there may or not be money yeah who knows we'll see right i don't know maybe there is maybe there isn't we just cannot uh tell you those details because you know and gambling is illegal i think yeah it's 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 illegal illegal. (laughs) um and the biggest announcement uh today we have a newest member of the habilison team the one they call girl lafleur joins us now Yes, yeah. and we are excited about that. So we're no longer the best duo in podcasting. We have turned into the best trio, trio in podcasting. Yes. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, right over there. <laughs> she... Just choking on our success. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we finally have a sponsor. Yeah. Our sponsor is Sunspot. So check it out. What if you could listen to what the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time was listening to as he gets focused for the biggest race of his life? What if you could hear what your favorite athlete was listening to while he was warming up catching balls in the end zone, or what that snowboarder was listening to while they were flying 150 feet through the air? What if you could listen to whatever anyone was listening to at the same point in time as them? What have I told you? Now you can. That's it, Sunspot. Gibby, tell us about Sunspot. All right, so Sunspot, connecting people with creators. You basically create a playlist, add tracks, share the link, listen to music at the exact same time as your friends. It's a silent disco for the World Wide Web. No ads, no fees. It's all yours. Sync, stream, and then share. Woo, Sunspot. Yeah. Make sure you download that app. It's a new app. I'm telling you, you know, when you're, you're looking for that next big app, you know, yeah. this is, is going to be up. it. So Sunspot downloaded in the App Store or Google Play. Yeah. So first, now we're going to talk about what has happened since we've been gone. I mean, a lot has happened since we've been gone, of course. But 
a little more recently. What has happened since we've been gone? Since you've been gone. So, Paul McCartney, okay, claims that him, John Lennon, and the rest of the band, the Beatles, pleasured themselves. So, I mean... Together. Yes, together. So, basically, <laughs> he explains it like they were in a, were in a dark room. They were all sitting separate, and they would yell out, like, names of pretty women what while the? they pleasure themselves. That's, that's so weird. Yes. <laughs> and, like, allegedly, I think John Lennon eventually yelled out the name Winston Churchill and ruined the, the <laughs> just killed <laughs> they, the whole session. They stopped. They, they were like, you know what? This is getting weird, guys. Yeah, yeah. So he killed the whole session, allegedly, but because <laughs> he said that. So, yeah, I mean, but th- it gives this song... A whole new meaning. Yeah. All right. Whoa. What? <laughs> what is that song really about? Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, crazy stuff. Okay. Cardi B tries to attack Nicki Minaj at the New York Week fashion show. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so. Uh, she's She says... Uh, Nikki's been trying to like ruin her career, telling people like don't work with Cardi B, blah blah. blah. But the reason why she attacked her, apparently Nicki Minaj was <clears throat> liking some comments on Twitter about Cardi B not having uh, or not being a fitted mother or yeah. fitting mother. So she says, anytime, anytime you you talk about me and my daughter, <laughs> yeah, that's where it's gonna get a little sticky. Uh. So that's, I guess, yeah. That's but why I mean, like, I, I understand Cardi B. She comes from the Bronx or whatever, and she's got that background. But I think it's time. Like, she's got too much success now. Like, she needs to not, you know, she doesn't have to be like that anymore. It's time yeah. to, you know, there's other ways now. And I just, I don't know. No, she, the hood. What's that saying? You you can't. You can take the girl out the hood, but, but you, you can't, can't take, take the, the hood out, out the girl. girl. Ooh. There it is. All right, um, Renee Young. Speaking of women, to, she's uh, gonna be the first. Uh, Woman, full-time woman announcer on Monday Night Raw. Oh wow, nice, yeah. good. Yeah, joining the wave, you see, you see. I might we got listen. a first I mean, full-time woman on Have a Listen, and perfect timing. Monday Night Raw is taking the same steps as perfect us. timing. Um, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. The saga of Le'Veon Bell is he done in Pittsburgh? No, 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 no. Listen, man, like I get why he's holding out. He wants more security instead of the whole franchise tag. He wants that guaranteed money. He wants that. Who else just got recently signed to big money from a running back? Uh, Todd Gurley. He wants that TG3 money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't blame the guy. And he has until week 10 to sign the franchise tag or else he becomes a free agent next year. I've gone to bat for Le'Veon Bell. But then somebody had brought to my attention the suspensions, two times suspended, some injuries. I mean, he, yes, he's a great, talented guy. But at the same time, there's been a lot of things that he's done that would make the organization take a couple steps back and say, hey, maybe we need you to commit a couple more years first before we want to give you that big money. Because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of issues with him where not just injuries, there's been, you know, suspensions too, two suspensions. Yeah. So that's why I think they've been cautious with him. So I understand. I know that he's talented. I think he should get paid. But at the same time, I kind of get why Pittsburgh is being a little bit cautious. Yeah. I mean, I think they need to change the rules with the with the NFL contracts. Like, there's never guaranteed money. Like, you can sign like a... Well, there is now. There is you know, guaranteed Now, money. I mean, like, but there's, like, at any time, you can literally just get cut. Yeah, there's a lot it's of crazy. weird clauses in there that can... 
Yeah, mess up everything. Yeah. We spoke about this before. Uh, speaking of NFL, the Cleveland Browns, man, they didn't lose. They didn't win, but they, but didn't, they didn't lose. But they didn't lose. That's the a step in the right hey, direction. That's right. You know, baby steps. Baby steps. Rome boys, wasn't built girls. in a day. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Uh, Serena Williams, she had a meltdown, and she lost her finals match. Did you did you look into that? I did didn't. See that? I, I see so many people talking about it, but I actually, I didn't. Like, what happened? Was it a bad call? Or? So, basically, she, okay, she did break the rules. Okay. She broke the rules, uh, something about coaching, like her coach was saying stuff to her. You're not oh, allowed okay. to do that. I mean, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people get penalized for it. There's a lot of things that she did that she's trying to say that men don't, and she's right to a certain extent, but okay. at the same time, it's still a rule. You're still breaking a rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been penalized for a few things, like, I mean, with, like, taking some stuff that she wears, you know, yeah, men sometimes they'll take their shirts off and sit down during break, you know, and they don't get penalized for it. There's, I mean, I think there's arguments on both sides of, of yeah. the story here, but I just, I think she took it a little too far. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bringing up some, I don't know, like I, I thought she took it too far, but I, she does have somewhat of a point, but at the same time, she's she did break rules, so yeah, exactly. So I mean, it is what it is. I understand that she's fighting for women's rights, and she thinks that you know. She, Women got to be treated the same as men, and 100. At the same time, in the in the sport of tennis, I do think that there's a lot of things that get overlooked when the men are playing, so that yeah. needs to be fixed. But th- again, this may have not been the right way to do it. Throw a temper tantrum on, you know, and just lose complete focus and lose the match, right? Yeah, but uh, raising some awareness here. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> David Beckham is going to have a team in uh, MLS. It's going to be called Inter Miami. Nice. Ooh, you a like little, it? a little yeah. Italian Inter Milan <laughs> specialty. Italian flair, huh? Yeah, Miami. Yeah, nice. Nate like Schmidt. It. He tested. You heard about this? I wanted to bring yeah. this up. He tested positive for PEDs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I told you those Golden Knights. Yeah, I knew that's it. why all of them. I knew it. I'm telling you, he's, James he's Neal's just the one. Come he's out. just Mark Andre Fleury. I'm telling you, he's the yep. scapegoat. Yep. They threw him. They're like, you got caught, bud. You gotta, you just gotta eat it. Yeah, don't tell him. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know is. what? It was they take so many supplements, and actually, I was looking at a report. It was mm-hmm. like it was such a small amount. They said it's like putting like a, a drop of blood in a swimming pool or something. Like that's how. Listen, that's let how me small tell you something. That's that's you put a, dro- a <laughs> drop of HIV infested blood uh, okay, in the that pool. Is ter- that's a terrible. Then it's infected. No man, that's a yeah, terrible. Not, I don't even think in a pool. I think it, just in your blood. I understand that, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> No, nah, can't use that. Listen, proof's in the pudding. Proof's in the pudding. He tested positive. Yeah, I, I believe. I don't think that he meant to do it. It's probably no. a mistake. Nowadays, these supplements, man, you don't know what the heck is in these things. But you, know? you got to read the labels. Got to be I, careful. I suppose. I suppose. Um, this one was a shocker. Steve Eiserman, man, stepped down as yeah. GM. And, you know, Hab's dreams are crushed yeah. because our, our next GM now has a job. So. Yeah. I mean, he could Julian always, He could always leave and just be like, "Yeah, Montreal." We still have Patrice Brisebois. If, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if since Julian's taken, we got Patrice. Patrice. <laughs> um, there was rumors that Steve Eiserman. Well, apparently he's taking an advisor role, correct? For now, yeah. But I, I could, yeah. I see the I see the road kind of paved to Detroit. Kenny, yeah, Kenny Holland on his way out. Yeah, eventually. Um. I don't know. I think uh, there was a lot of stress on him in Tampa Bay. Like poor guy. Like he, he, him and him and Mark Bergerman have aged terribly. 
Yeah, but man, Mark Bergevin is jacked. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just takes his stress out at the gym, man. Like he <laughs> is easily he can probably out bench. 99.9% of our Habs team. Listen, if he gets fired, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in like the MMA Quebec or something. Strongest man competition. <laughs> He's chiseled. <laughs> He's jacked. Oh, man, that would be funny. Do you, okay, do you remember um, 24CH uh, three or yeah, four yeah. years ago where he competed against, who was it? He competed against somebody with chin ups and he smoked them. Yeah? Yeah. yeah guy's he's, he's chiseled. strong, man. He's chiseled. Strong. strong dude. Yeah. Maybe he's on the stuff, and that's why he's so angry all the time. And he's he slipped crazy his stuff in Nate Schmidt's stuff. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. You heard it here first. Uh, AHL, they've introduced like a new all-access, a more affordable membership for all the games. I think this is a good thing. Is it like a, like an NHL Center Ice type thing? Yeah, but I think it's more online. You can, okay. you can access it on all your tablets. It's a pretty affordable thing. You can choose if you want to follow your own team, or you can choose if... Uh, you want to follow all the teams. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And they offer all the games for a good price. I know before... Is the price free? <laughs> no, it's not free. Okay. But I think this is good because before, the, the price was ridiculous for that yeah. AHL all-access pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think like not a lot of people pay attention to the AHL. And it's not as bad as people think. I think that it deserves a little bit more attention. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is the first step. Start with online. Online is the thing. Everybody likes to watch yeah. on tablets, this and that. You know, for stay, cable. Convenient. Sometimes it's just too much money to be on cable. Yeah. So this is a first step in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. And uh, trade alert, uh, Adam McQuaid. McQuaid. Traded to New York for camphor, a fourth, and a conditional seventh. Yeah. Um, I guess New York needs some defense. Yeah. Mm, I guess nothing special. Yeah, it was like McQuaid a, is on. He's the, all right, but he's, he's on okay, the decline. He's, heavy. Yeah, he's he's probably maybe a second pair at best. Maybe. Yeah. Not an elite second pair. No. Uh, okay. He's like a, here. Let's plug you in because we have nothing else. <laughs> Habs news now. Yeah. Um. So the Habs didn't reach an ECHL deal with Brampton. Yeah, that was rumored at the near the end of the season that they weren't gonna that they were gonna kind of part ways with Brampton. Yeah, so. Brampton allegedly was not happy with the amount of players the Montreal Canadiens organization was um, handing over. So mm-hmm. I just felt so I think that's why they didn't renew the contract. So now I mean Montreal either has to loan their players out to other teams, or I think there's still a couple teams that don't have a deal yet. So hopefully they do find a deal. I think it's better they find a home mm-hmm. to for for you know so everybody's on the same page. The players develop better. Yeah, I don't like to just loan them out randomly. So hopefully they they, they figure that out. Um, the Habs sent eight players back mm-hmm. from their respective teams. I do have the. List, I believe. Let me see here. So, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Okay, so yeah, Antalinen, Stephen Dillon, Brandon Hagel, Cameron Hillis, Samuel Hood, <laughs> Alexander Katnarinakas, <laughs> and Alec McShane. They're all gone. Yeah, so they're probably just guys that they don't I feel don't know, man. Katnarinakas, man. I was really pulling <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they're probably guys that they just don't feel are ready, and they want they Katarinakis. just they just don't want to even look at them at camp. So yeah, yeah, I hear you. They're like whatever. Uh, so Josh Brook, uh, did you see that he wore um, yeah P 
P.K. Subban's. It's uh, not P.K. Subban's number, I know, but guys. Still, but it's P.K. Subban. Stop making this and a thing. And people were triggered, bro. Like triggered. Like I heard that. <laughs> like, this is life. <laughs> These were Subban fans at home, just dying when they saw that. Listen, uh, <laughs> is, PK, do you think? But I think they took. A, I think it was long enough, right? Couple seasons before somebody actually man, used the number. This guy, okay, I get it. PK Subban was great for us, okay, but he wasn't a great. He was great, but he wasn't one of the greats. Yeah, especially in this franchise. Like, come on, like, build a bridge, get over it. He wore hey. number seventy six. There's no like he didn't wear it. He wore he wore Josh Brooks' number. Okay, plain and simple. He didn't wear PK Subban's number. Yeah. It's not his. His name's not on it. Although his name is up on the wall with number Still. seventy-six somewhere, but it is what it is. Oh, I took that down. Yeah. yeah, whatever. It's time. It's time. It's about time. Um, and then Mike McCarron, he signed his qualifying offer one year, eight seventy-four something, but I'll just round it up to eight seventy-five. Yeah, give him benefit of the doubt. Uh, so his contract's renewed. Gibby's contract is not renewed. That's why yeah. we're introducing a new host. So yeah. we'll see how he performs this season. I'm asking for uh, Todd Gurley money. That's why. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it just feels so good to be back. Yeah. You know, so you know what time it is now, Gibby. Time, time to, to get, get into, into the music. Make those rainbows in my mind when I think of you sometime. And I want to spend some time with you. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. That's a huge remix there. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I loved it. All right. That's great. So, here we are. Driving our car? Uh, before we start, you know, Max Pacioretty, he was the captain. He had a lot of good years here in Montreal, so we'd like to play a little tribute to Max. After 444 days without an official leader, the Montreal Canadiens announced Friday that Max Pacioretty will be the team's 29th captain. Last week, most people thought Max Pacioretty will be the captain of voted. Max Pacioretty's bill of assist. Max Pacioretty reminds me so much of my husband. It takes a leader to move uh, everyone forward. Responsibilities come with being the captain of the Montreal. In front, one-timer, scores! Thank you, Max. I'm you not know, crying. You're you, crying. <laughs> you will be missed. Hey, a lot of good years. I, yeah. I knew this was coming. I knew the chat, the, the, you know, the page needed to be turned, but mm-hmm. still 
Thank you for all that you did here. So, the story of Maxi and Mark. What do you make of the summer drama? <sighs> Honestly, it's all he said, she said. Well, he said, he said, I guess. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Mark and the management team have this process they go through when they want to get rid of somebody. And I think they, they just, they need to man up, say, listen, we're trading this guy because he doesn't fit in the, the, new, the new process of, that we're trying to build in Montreal. Guys like PK, Sergachev, and now Patches were all made out to be these like bad character guys. I mean, did Mark did did Mark did Patches make the trade request? I mean, probably. Did you see the way we played last season? Um, I'd request a trade too if I was a player of Patchetti's caliber and we were playing like garbage. And coming up in my contract was coming up soon, expiring soon. Sorry. It's become a pattern, and quite frankly, I think it's such a bad look. And for you listeners that have followed us, I've defended Mark Bergevin for a very long time, but I think the true problem at hand is our management team. Mm. We try and display this this like newfound transparency, and I think there is more than meets the eye. Uh, they painted a false picture of Pacioretty, and I think it goes to show a lot about the management. Look at how you treated your captain, and you just dump him off like that. And I just I felt it was brutal. Now, with the trade... Well, hold on. Let's, let me touch on this, and then okay. we'll get into the trade. Uh, okay, there's a few things i like to stay here. So I'll start by saying I agree. It was handled poorly by Mark. Okay. Okay, he has a long track record now, you know, of going through this. Like, with it's all bad. of our star players. It's getting right? bad. Subban, Markov, Chucky, Radulov. It yeah, all ended I didn't even bad, mention those guys. Right, and I mean, I think he's proven to be quite, like, egotistical over the years. I don't think his negotiation skills, you know, are it's, good at all. It's those big arms. And his tactics, right? I think they're terrible. I mean, I have, I, we've both defended him on this show, but I've lost a lot of respect. And I've lost a lot of faith in him turning this around as well. So I'll say that first. But, I mean, I think the next thing I'm going to say is that Max Pacioretty was not going to be a part of the future. Mm. I knew that. I'm, I'm sure that everybody knew that last year. And then look at Wheeler's contract. After I saw Wheeler's contract, I said, okay, for sure, this is not going to happen. It's a no-go. This is not the direction we are headed in. We need to bring in a new wave of youth. And seven, eight mil to an aging winger makes no sense. I mean, if you're new to the world, if you were just born, the Montreal Canadiens need centers. Okay? Yeah. And we have a lot of young wingers who I think are very talented. So since everybody knew, and Mark knew, and Max knew, and Max knew, Mark knew, and Mark knew, Max knew, then they should have kept it professional. Yeah. Okay? And not make it awkward like it was. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, too many times things have turned ugly with players and management and I think it has a lot to do with Mark Bergevin. He, he operates with a certain type of entitlement, and I don't think it's a good look for him. Yeah, it's, it's getting out of hand. I don't. And I, I don't like him. the way it ended. I knew this had to happen, but the way it happened was not good. Yeah. So the trade now. What do you think? Rate the trade. Okay. That being said, what Lewis and I just said, despite Alan Walsh basically handcuffing Bergevin, Pacioretty setting up, Setting opening day as the deadline for contract negotiations. His back, Bergerman's backup was up against the wall. And I felt like despite all that and despite all that happening with him basically devaluing Pacioretty, I felt like we got a pretty solid deal. Um, you get Nick Suzuki, who is a solid center prospect. 
with a lot of upside and a lot of offensive talent. You get Thomas Tatar, Tartar Sauce. Tartar Sauce. Who is a fairly consistent 20-goal scorer, and he's put up 20 goals on a diminishing, skilled Red Wings team. And then you get a second for a, pl- for a player who, in my opinion, isn't going to score 30 goals consistently for that much longer. He's on the decline. So it was a great return. And I'm going to give Bergevin a 7.5 out of 10, but I'm going to give him a big head shake for the way he handled Max Pacioretty. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, we got a center prospect. Yep. A 20-goal scorer in Tatar, who's mm-hmm. only 27 and has potential. He scored 29 before. He can score 30. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you look at this, too, I think it's an immediate replacement for Galchenyuk. Tatar can be the Galchenyuk on this team. Okay? We also got the second-round pick. I know Mark wanted the first, but I think the second should be okay. Um, and considering all circumstances, I think Bergevin did pretty good with this. Yeah, I saw a lot of guys saying that Max was worth nothing and... Now, you know, we, we won't get nothing. And even after Carolina got poo for Jeff Skinner. <laughs> poo? You get it? Yeah. Poo? Cliff Poo for oh, Jeff Skinner? Oh, my yeah. goodness. So even though they got poo for Skinner, <laughs> right, I think overall <laughs> um, I'm happy to turn this page. You know, I'm excited to see this Suzuki kid. Yeah. This guy has top six potential, okay? Guy's got outstanding junior numbers. And I think from what I heard, his skating is his weakness. So I think we've seen that many times. Skating is something that can be fixed easily. So overall, at first look, I'm going to call this a win. You know, I'm going to call this trade yep. a win. I'm not going to grade it. I'm just happy it was not another one-for-one trade. <laughs> just yeah. thank you. Thank you. I think that it's safe to say we can call this a win. So now yep. M- Max Pacioretty, okay, he, he signs the four-year Four mil, I mean, yeah, four, four years, seven mil, sorry, in Vegas. And I just want to bring up this clip that when we talked on our previous, I think it was the after the draft. Uh, and so here it is. Times, you got to get creative. Mark's got to get creative to see yeah, if he but, can deal him. Okay, but also you have to realize, like, Pacioretty is he's a proven goal scorer. Yeah, but he's coming off a bad season. So one bad season, that he's though, not he's on also, the decline. Oh, He's one. also had like four or five concussions after that neck injury. I mean, that's something that people look at, especially yeah, nowadays. Six mil, man. Come on. There's guys in the league that are. They meet in the middle, though, right? They said take it or leave it. He's like, no, I'm not taking that. So he probably is going to ask for eight. He'll settle for probably seven, I would think. I mean, you always ask for more. Yeah. Uh, but so there you go. Yeah. We brought that clip up. We spoke about it, and we thought that six was a little low, and I, I figured that he would settle for seven. Yeah. I think that if Montreal offered him that type of money, seven mil a year for term, I think he would take it. Um, we also have to consider the taxes and all that stuff. I mean, the equivalent of seven here would be like nine. Yeah, I, I so, saw something that would have been so like a 9.3. That's three. another thing, right? So maybe he wanted eight here. Either way, listen, wish him all the best. Good luck, Max. You know, that's all I can say. It's time for us to turn the chapter. Thank you for all you've done. Yeah, I thought it was a great deal for Patches. Um, I think it's good for both. I expected, I expected a longer term, though. I did. I expected, I did. I expected a six- or seven-year term. I don't think he wants to stay there, to be honest. No, that's probably why. I don't think he sees himself ending his career there. I think he's like, okay, listen, let's give it a run here for the Cup. And maybe after that, I'll find a, a nice home just to, to retire. Yeah, very. Just to to uh, 
what is it? Uh, Wither off into the sunset. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got Evander Kane and James uh, Van Riemsdyk um, Type, money. Yeah. Um, like we, like you said, we both predicted between the seven eight mil mark. So, um, I mean, good deal for Patches. It's good to see Patches finally getting treated with respect and get a contract he deserves. Yeah. Because for a while, he was he took a heavy... Like, that wasn't even a haircut. That was Did like you a say straight, respect? Yeah. Because I think... That was a lot of respect. That's why we got rules. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, high expectations and low expectation players out of camp. Okay. I have very high expectations for Noah Jolson and Carl Alsner. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Carl 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 Alsner. Listen, near the end of the season, we saw them click very well. We saw them. We saw Carl Alsner look like a completely different player. So I'm hoping the two can show that they are in form and help out our rough defense because our defense didn't help uh, Price very much last year. Um, low expectations for me is Michael McCarron. Mm-hmm. I think it's time Big Mike gets buried in the minors if he shows nothing at camp. He continuously disappoints. He was <laughs> supposed to. He was supposed to be this big. I Rick. didn't think he was coming back, but hey, he did. Welcome back. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So he Sorry. was. <laughs> he was supposed to be back this. to interrupt and give you. We're back. Yeah, we're back at it again. <laughs> Um, so he was supposed to be this big Rick Nash type player. And I don't know, I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that. So I don't really have big expectations for him just because he's consistently disappointed me. Yeah. Uh, I have high expectations for Domi, Lekin and Sherback. I mm-hmm. think we need these wingers to step up, especially in the absence of Max patch already. Now this team has a lot of young guys, I think who underperformed last year. Yeah. And there's a lot of jobs up for grabs. You know, there's a lot of competition here. Yeah. And uh, everybody needs to step up. But I think those young wingers that I named, I'm expecting them to take on big role and to carry the offense of this team and, and be part of the new wave. Now, Oof. low expectations. I have low expectations for Victor Mete. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't think he's going to take that step forward. I hope he does, but I think that playing with Weber, he was kind of sheltered, was a huge help. Uh, I hope he, he moves forward, but I just see him getting pushed down the depth chart. I don't know if he's going to, you know... Sometimes that sophomore slump, I think he's going to be suffer from that. Andrew Shaw is another guy for me. Uh, he's kind of like a ticking time bomb. I mean, he's one big hit away from missing more time and possibly hanging up the skates. Yeah. So quite frankly, I think I, I don't have a lot of confidence in him. And the, the right side of the ice is pretty stacked. You have Galley, Sherby, Byron. Now Armia is there. I mean, I like all those guys better than Shaw. I see those guys every day right wingers. Mm-hmm. And I got one more. I mean, it's JDLR. I don't think... Uh, I think it's the end of the road for him. Oh, come on. I know. I you have know what? Suzuki, Pekka, Dano, Plecky. You got a boatload of young guys. You know, it's it's not going to take much to take this guy's roster spot. And maybe, like, one preseason goal from one of these other guys is, you know, is going to be enough because we all know JDLR can't score. Still looking so, for, the, for the offense here. Yeah. So he's going to have to have a huge camp. And I'm yeah. doubtful that he's capable uh, of pulling that off. So he's a guy that... I have very low expectations for. Yeah. So, review of the rookie tournament. Um, I didn't watch too much of it. I just kind of tuned in sporadically. But a um, couple guys stood out, and I have been hearing a lot about uh, Will Bidden, Kale Fleury, and Josh Brook. Those are my three guys. Yeah. Um, with Will the Thrill, that's what I'm going to call him. 
you get what you've seen over the past little while. Speedy Kid, he uses his speed to his advantage to skate around defenders. And then with that, he creates more scoring chances. He has that, uh, that pesky, never-give-up-high-intensity, almost Gallagher-type play. Uh, the high pace that annoys the defenders and really initiates the forecheck. With Kale Fleury, we spoke about him a lot last season. Uh, I think this is gonna this kid is gonna be a force to be reckoned with f- for years to come. Uh, I see him as a top six guy. He didn't. He only played one game in the tourney, but when he did play, he he you knew he was on the ice. His yeah. physicality yeah, was he's there. A, he's a big guy. He, he and he created. He was pretty good on the offensive blue line, creating a lot of uh, point shots. So he was creating some offense. So it's good to see him there. Another standout that I was kind of surprised about was Josh Brook. Uh, he stood Number out. Number 76. Josh Brook. PK who? <laughs> uh, he played really well on defense. Very JB. Conf- <laughs> uh, JB76. Very confident in the defensive zone. Was very good in the zone entries offensively. And having a guy like Brook for the future, it's great because we, for a couple of years now, we've lacked that transition game. Trying to find the guy that helps out with the transition game. A lot of the times the past few years. So I'm hoping to see him more and see him develop into a solid player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, for me, that rookie tournament, it was a disappointment. <laughs> it was a real disappointment for me. Uh, well, one, you know, two players ended up in the hospital. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty bad. That's never good to see. Uh, and I just felt like there was no chemistry in both games. All right. The first one was a disaster. Nothing happened. I mean, Cote Kaniemi, I paid attention to him a lot. I noticed that he was pretty strong on the boards, drew mm-hmm. some penalties, but he looked a little nervous and uncomfortable on the North American ice, which is normal. He's going to have to, it's going to take some time to transition. I think the second game was a lot of the same, although they did turn it up in the second period, made a game out of it. Uh, and on. So when it comes to these games, though, I don't think the score is that important. What you, what you mm-hmm. look at is individual plays, work ethic. Uh, but at the end, there's not a lot to phone home about here. I mean, it wasn't much positivity overall, but the good thing is it's still early. Just get out there first game of the games of the year, you know, shake off the rust. I think more into the preseason, if we start seeing more of the same, that would be more of like a caution to the winder, you know? Yeah. Um, so who do you think is going to be the shining star from last year's draft class? Okay. Well, it's not last year's. I'm going to say I mean, this, this year's draft class. This last <laughs> draft class is what <laughs> I mean. There you go. I just like, uh, getting you with the grammar. Whatever. It's not grammar. It's just grammatical, whatever. I don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> so the shining star for me is going to be Kotka Niemi. Kotka. Kotka. I, I think there's some expectation, but you factor in the, the, the rink size change for him, the expectations. They aren't too high just yet, but I think he will shine bright, and he will prove a lot of naysayers wrong for taking him at three. I do believe, though, he will be showcased for those nine games um, and then sent back to Fil- Finland to play and get him more experience, allow him to develop a bit more and work on that center role because I do believe... Last season, he played quite a bit of the wing. Right, but this right? year, they've agreed to keep him yeah. at center. So I think that they need to get him there because I don't think – I think it would be a waste of time to put him in uh, Laval. Get him in Finland. Get him the experience. 
And I do think that we're going to be hearing a lot about him while he's still in Finland. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. See, me, I'm also going to play a clip from our last podcast. You're setting the bar high here. <laughs> okay. You're setting the bar All right, high no, we got, for the rest it. of our podcast this is it, season. Man. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be lit. <laughs> right? Where was it? Here. <laughs> okay, it's going to be lit this year. Okay. So, here's a clip. Yeah. Um but yeah, you mentioned Romanov. I actually kind of like that pick in the second round. This yeah. is a kid who they don't have a lot of info on. Uh Timmin saw him at a tournament early in the year. He said he was one of the best players on the ice. And also they invited him to the combine in Stockholm. So yeah. they've seen him again. Uh, and he was not invited to any other combine. So mm-hmm. they've seen something. So they know something that we don't know. I mean, yes, people say it's a reach at that spot. But like you said, four second round picks. I think that this is where you can kind of gamble on a raw talent with a lot of upside. And you don't, I know you, you say, oh, you could have got him later, but sometimes you don't know. Yeah, that's sometimes the problem. Sometimes you don't know. Maybe somebody else saw what you saw. So if you see something you like, and especially with four second round picks, you can take that risk there. So I like that. Um, and so, yeah, Romanov. <clears throat> really? Yeah, I think Koka Niemi, don't get me wrong. He's going to be a good player in this league. But I think the standout is going to be Romanov. Mm-hmm. Low okay. expectations. I mean, he was on an alleged lo- long shot in the second round. People said it was a reach, okay? Now, he made the big club in the KHL, so he's playing in the KHL. Okay. Uh, he was projected to only play in the farm system then, this year. Um, and, okay, he's not playing a lot as of yet, but he's slowly gaining his coach's confidence, you know, playing. Yeah, he's made his way up to seven, eight minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, hey, the KHL is the second best league in the world. Okay, it is the second best league in the world. And he's playing there for a young guy who was just drafted, who was a long shot. I think that this could be the diamond in the rough. Uh, I liked it back then when that that clip was from the after the draft. Mm -hmm. And when I did a little bit of research on him and heard Trevor Timmons speak about him. So uh, I think we're going to be hearing more about this kid very soon. Yeah, I like actually uh, I like that pick. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank no problem. You. you know, these clips are just going to show how genius we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here it is. This is, you know, I mean, we're going to talk more about this, but let's just say from right now, will the Habs be better, worse, or the same this season? And why? I think the Habs will be better simply because Price had a down year. Um, we have a more experienced Jolson. We have more opportunity for guys like Houdon, Sherback, Lekkonen, who I think will have great years this year. Um, with a great price, I think we will be better, but I think we're still going to miss the miss. I think we're still going to be missing the playoffs. Probably finish, I'm saying bottom 12 in the league. That's my prediction. Yeah. So we're going to be better than last season, but not much better. Yeah, so first I'm going to read a what the score they rate they give people emojis every team every NHL team an emoji and the score gave the Habs a cactus. <laughs> okay? And they say Chucky and Max Pacioretty are gone via off-season trades shipped out of town for Max Domi, Tatar, Suzuki and a second round pick. Translation the ha- the Habs offense is desert dry with number one goal scoring option Brendan Gallagher. So <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> I have a counter. A I think a cactus is phenomenal. Want to know why? You never judge a book by its cover because the, water in there. the cactus can store water for a very, very long time. That water is our plethora of our farm, from our, talent. our young the talent. Nucleus. Exactly. 
and, so and boom. they can prick you. So, so a big F you to the, the score. score. We just flipped your emoji on you. <laughs> okay. So my assessment of this is I think the Habs will be better than last year. Uh-huh. Simply because the expectations are really low. Yeah. Okay. Everybody and their mother has the Habs being a train wreck. Okay. So I think there's only room for improvement. I, I think that this team has a lot of young talent that's going to flash this season. Uh, Carey Price should bounce back. So that alone, I mean, is enough for improvement. But I mean, saying all that, I don't think we're going to be very good. I still think it's going to be a playoffless year. Yeah. Probably, you know, I think maybe a wild card spot is our ceiling, mm-hmm. right? That could be the, you know, if if everything goes right, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I think we've created a Vegas type of environment here where nothing is set in stone, right? No positions are set in stone except for the starting goalie spot. Everything else is up for grabs. Yeah. So you've seen with that team who had no expectations what they did. If you can find the right formula and put these young kids with there's some talent here. Yeah. You can honestly say now you may not say it, but if you look at this roster and compare it to the Vegas roster before that season, you could probably say that this roster is better on paper. So it's all about putting that together and let's see how it all fits in. Yeah. So I think, I mean, we can only go up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe can't we can't get go much down. worse. You There's can only no go down two spots, right? right? So, uh, no, not that I know <laughs> of. Okay. So, uh, Oh, uh, yeah. So that's pretty much all we got right now. We're going to take a quick break. And then after the break, we are going to call Lizzie, our newest member of the Hab Listen team. Want the Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brandon Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net, the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net. Lizzie, are you there? I am here. What's going on, guys? Not much. We're just happy to be back at it. And happy mm-hmm. to have you as a part of our team now. Yes. Uh, I am happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Quick learner. Uh, that's it. Yeah, you fit right in. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. We said we have now gone from the best duo to the best trio mm-hmm. in the podcasting business. Ever. 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 So Ever. We're making history. There We're going to be getting calls by the end of the season, 100%. ESPN, <laughs> TSN, RDS. I mean, I don't speak French, so not RDS, but somewhere. We're going to get it done. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, Quitting so. Quitting my job already. <laughs> <laughs> so, first, before we get into anything, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what to expect from you on the show. All right. Um, hey, everybody. So I go by Lizzie. 
I'm 25 years old. I'm living in Toronto, uh, specifically the greater Toronto area. T dot. <laughs> um, not so sure what makes it greater, but that's what I'm told. Um, <laughs> I like the city. It's a, it's a good city. Um, I can't not stand the hockey team, but other than that, it's a lot of fun to be here. I am born in Montreal, um, although I was raised in Toronto. And um, yeah, I've been a Habs fan since before I was born. And now oh. it's uh, <laughs> definitely my dad would not appreciate it if I didn't throw that in. So, <laughs> so I have to give it to give it to him. But yeah, it's uh, consume, all consuming emotionally, physically, mentally. And it's the best, best feeling ever being a Habs fan. Um, when I was little, I used to wish every year on my birthday candles that the Habs would win a cup. <laughs> I actually only stopped wishing that once because I was a little bit, felt like I was wasting my wish, but I think I'm back this year. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm a diehard fan. I spend a lot of my time watching hockey, talking about hockey, thinking about hockey, yelling at a computer yelling at a TV. Um, I started a Twitter account because everyone in my life got pretty sick of listening to me talking about the Habs. <laughs> it's so your outlet. It's my new outlet, and <laughs> I don't really think anyone's listening, but it makes me feel better, so it's good. And look, I ended up here, so it's not bad. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I like all sports. I watch and play a lot of sports. I'm a huge skier as well. And... Uh, I'm actually a social worker by profession, and I work in the community with children and families, but uh, always said that my dream job um, was always to be one of those girls who, like, shovels the snow in between whistles at hockey games. Hey. <laughs> I swear. And, you know, people are always like, really, you don't have higher dreams? But I honestly don't. And I actually... <laughs> I swear to you, I've actually applied for the job before. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's competitive, you know? Well, it's listen, our job is to make sure all yeah. your dreams come true, okay? Exactly. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to vouch for you. We're going to get you that right? job. Um, Dude, I'm ready. Listen, and, you know, fate brought us together because we don't really know each other. Yeah. You know, That's social it. media brought us together. Fate brought us together. And yeah, it was just random, but I think this is meant to be. We are going places. We are. <laughs> We're going places. I like it. All right. So now that, you know, obviously all of our listeners have already fell in love with you and they like you better than <laughs> us already, but uh, over. now it's time for some hockey talk. So Sounds good. The soap opera, Max versus Management. <laughs> what is your perspective? How do you feel about that situation? Um... You know, I think soap opera is a pretty good word for it because I felt like the whole time I was I was watching and I it's like you want to turn away, but you just can't. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I'm like finding myself sitting there analyzing like a handshake and I'm thinking, what am I doing? Right. Like, but I'm so into it. I can't <laughs> stop. Um, but in all seriousness, I mean, look, the situation is uh, it was kind of embarrassing to, to live through. Um, talking about one of the most storied and respected franchises in sports and, you know, it just didn't sit right the way everything kind of was handled. I think that uh, the biggest takeaway here is that really in hockey, you know, no one is bigger than the team. And I think that has to include the general manager. And uh, Bergevin just seems to be 
this guy who's got a big ego. And whenever, you know, that gets threatened or somebody kind of tussles his feathers, he, he doesn't handle that well. And it seems like we're losing all these big players because there's, there's issues. We hear there's issues off the ice with this one and that one. And I, it seems to be kind of a reoccurring theme to me. And I, I don't, you know, I don't think we'll ever really know if Patrick did request a trade or didn't request a trade. But there does seem to be a bit of a pattern where... Uh, situations aren't really being handled too well with upper management and I think that that says something and you're sending a message to the fans and you're sending a message to the players and I I don't necessarily agree with that so I think in terms of the whole saga that's you know my takeaway there is that something needs to be done in upper management and uh, in terms of the trade itself um, I, I really do have to be honest, and I know this is not necessarily a popular opinion, but I'm not a huge Pacioretty fan. I never, <laughs> I never really have. He just been. didn't do it for you. <laughs> you know, so you, you don't like? What? Hold like, on, you don't like Pacioretty, or you don't like Pacioretty the player? I mean, <laughs> I guess a bit of both. I think I think I like Pacioretty. I don't know if I like Pacioretty as a captain. Mm-hmm. I think I like Pacioretty the player. But when I look at other 30 goal scorers around the league, I, I just don't think he compares. And and I know the numbers are the numbers, but I don't know. He Nothing about his game is super memorable. There's nothing meaningful. He's never Mr. Clutch. He's never... Yeah, I agree with you. I can agree with you. He never had that flash, you know? He never really no. had that flash. Yes, he scored. He could score. He's got a great shot, right. great release. He, he performed with, you know, shitty centers. Fine. But yeah, I agree with you. There's something about him that's that was missing he just wasn't able to be that superstar yeah yeah and i felt i felt like when he was struggling to score like when he was going through those goal droughts i felt like you can never like he was he was absent on the ice you never saw him lay out lay out the body did nothing else one did nothing else he's literally just a one-dimensional goal scorer that's what it is and you see other like look at look at ovechkin goal scorer and he's Laying the body out, sacrificing the body, and he like he, he's a complete player. Whereas Pacioretty's just a goal scorer, one dimensional. He kills penalties, though. We'll give him that. You know, Pacioretty. Yeah. I'd never understood why they would put him out there for to kill penalties. <laughs> put your best scorer out there, yeah, but yeah, just block some shots. No, no big deal. We don't yeah. need you. You could take, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I can honestly only remember like maybe one overtime goal he scored against the Leafs that I was like really excited that he scored, but. Other than that, he just, I agree, he's not the guy going in the corners. He's not creating any offense when he's not scoring. He's just, he is what he is. And I think I think a lot of teams would take that. But I think uh, in terms of, it's a big contract and I, I don't know if it's worth the money. Um, so I'm not overly upset to see him go. I, I actually have to give Bergevin credit that I, I do like the trade. I think that... Uh, Tatar obviously is, you know, he's shown to be a legitimate player in the league, good scorer in the league, and uh, I think that he could bring some of that like weird Vegas magic. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, look, if 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 he can do it in Vegas, you know, anything's possible. So I'm I'm in for that. I think we need some of that right now, and uh, I think the Suzuki could. I mean, based on what the scouts are seeing and what his numbers say, and could be a bonafide stud. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like him. I like it. You know, we spoke yeah. about this earlier. I thought it was a good trade considering the situation and everybody yeah. saying, hey, these guys can't get it done. And you saw what Jeff Skinner got. And I just feel like it is a small win. And if Suzuki can be 
a good center in this league, even bigger win for us. Yeah, or that, or he becomes part of another trade, right? Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to say winger because we can't have this. No, no, no. No, no. But a lot no. Of, no, but a lot of people are actually saying that with our center depth, no, they can have him on the again. wing. We can't do this again. We'll see. He has a lot of what? offensive Center upside. <laughs> well, it's all young in the, in the system. Sorry, not oh. not on the roster right Maybe now. He's just talking right. about he's talking about the a thousand centers we drafted this year. Right. Uh, but yeah, that we Listen, can't we can't consider that center got to hit. Okay, one of them's got to be a top yeah, center. I guess, okay, right. But then again, you play the lottery, go there, you buy like six, seven tickets. Yeah. You say, hey, one's got to <laughs> hit, but <laughs> never does. I'm still here. I'm broke. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the odds right now, though. So it's not bad. Yeah, might be a little better odds than the lottery. Yeah, but I mean, um, I don't know. Either Bergevin's rebuilding and just not saying it, or he's spends too much time at the gym. And <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know what he's absolute thinking. juice head. That's a pretty apparent, right? Like I don't know what he's doing there, but he must be bored. He must spend a lot of time there. So <laughs> it's stress. Yeah. It's stress. He's <laughs> it's stress. I mean, if that's stress, it's not bad. But <laughs> in between sets, he's checking his phone for offers. He's like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go hit the bench again. Right? It's like, I'll just do another set and see where it takes me next. Yeah. Uh, okay, so give us one player. Who who are you pulling for the most to make this squad, the team? Who's going to make the team? Who are you pulling for this year? Ugh. Uh, honestly, I just saw on Habs social media like maybe 20 minutes ago, they're saying that they're bringing 66 players to camp. Yeah. So... I don't know. It sounds like uh, sounds like one of those Timb- Timbits hockey games. <laughs> like three hundred like six year olds on the ice and just watch <laughs> yeah. them like everyone falling over. <laughs> right? Like, I like it. I, like I don't it. know. <laughs> I can picture but, it. But no, right? Exactly. I think I think it's a tough question because obviously there's so much need right now. It's like where do you even look to first? But for me, I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna say Juleson. Um, mm-hmm. Firstly, because I absolutely can't watch Alzner anymore. Like, I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. If you listened to our show last year, which I don't think you did, because not a lot of people did, but <laughs> we ragged on Alzner. Just yeah. ragged on him. He was just a punching bag. He was so bad. We actually made Carl Alzner Island, where <laughs> everybody's just banished there, whoever's playing bad. <laughs> That's amazing. Honestly, like, it's, I don't have very much left of my soul, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. It, it it hurts. Yeah, it does. It does. Terrible. terrible. Yeah. And um, other reason, I guess, being is that I think my biggest fear going into the season is that Carey Price won't be Carey Price ever again. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, the stronger defensive core we can get, you know, we, we stand more of a chance there. So I, I like Juleson. I like, I like his game. The, you know, it's very two-way. He can move the puck. Um, also pretty big dude out there since yeah, he's since been working little... out. He's been working out with Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark's been working him out. He's like, listen, man, I've had too many first round picks <laughs> fail, but you're hitting the gym with me. <laughs> you know what? It's not a bad idea, right? Like get these guys in the gym, but no, he looks big. I like his physical style of play. Um, he seems to have a lot of poise with the puck, um, and controls the play pretty well. So I'm, I don't know. I'm excited to see what he can do in camp and, 
I don't know. What are you guys thinking about that? Yeah, you know, Gibby actually has him as a high expectation player we were yeah. talking about earlier. He thinks that, actually, he has Carl Alsner as a high expectation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't get any worse, right? Well, he said, hey, man, you got to be better. So, yeah, yeah I get you. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, for me, it's Sherback. I mean, I liked, even yeah. last year, I picked Sherback as going to be my shining guy who was going to pop up he didn't really in the beginning but kind of did at the end he's a guy who i think there's opportunity on this team for a scoring winger i feel like he could be that guy so nikita sherback could be the next big scorer i think he could be a mixture of patcheretti galchenyuk right he's got that type of yeah. uh potential yeah so that's the guy that. i'm pulling for because i want to buy his jersey and i want to wear it so sherback <laughs> all right yeah. i like it what about you gibby who you got uh, mine's Jolson. Yeah. Mine's mine's Jolson. Yeah, he agrees with you. I think you know Jolson. Yeah. Jolson's very good. I like him. I think that he's very solid. I think that he's finally a player that we kind of let develop the right way. We didn't have to rush him into a situation. Yeah, he looks like he's doing all the right things. I agree with you. I feel like he's more of a complete player. He doesn't do too much of one thing. So I'm excited for him too, and I think he could find himself in maybe a second pair role, steady second pair role on this team, especially with Weber out. I'm, I'm also yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you gotta hope that he has a good camp and and he can he can be part of the team. I'm also pulling for Carl Alsner because <laughs> I mean, are you? You just don't. I want, am. You, you Gibby just, just you, wants to hate to leave his heart. He just he he can't live yeah, like that no more. I mean, okay. <laughs> he was he, he pretty much he looked like his head was chopped off, and he was in the beginning of the season. His head was chopped off. He was just running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Right. Um, with Jolson, I felt like he finally figured out, hey, I'm not a bad player. Like, I found a guy who can hide my negative assets. Hey, you know what? When Jolson and him played together, they, actually, he looked they were pretty good. good. He looked he, great. Jolson made Alsner look better. Yeah, so yeah, maybe, maybe, I, I agree with that. maybe we found th- uh, the second line pairing for the future yeah I for the next couple years that he's gone and well no for for <laughs> his con- for his contract <laughs> for the length of his contract we have a, a pairing yeah now okay, we just yeah. need to find I, one for I Weber. Agree. Like, I mean, it's wishful thinking, but I like it. So yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds good. Okay, so these kind of connect a bit. Um, so there's a listen. A lot of guys have been shipped out. A young <laughs> fan needs to buy his his first Habs jersey. Which player do you recommend? And th- you know, this is this comes from. You know, a close friend of ours who, poor guy, every jersey he's <laughs> purchased, the, the, the guy gets traded. He has, yeah. one. He has five jerseys and so they're all gone. I just told him, you know, get a blank one or put your name yeah. on it, you know. <laughs> so who do you recommend? Who's the next big guy? Who's the guy that y- you just can't miss with? Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because my dad's that guy. He always says, never put a name on a jersey because it's just a waste of money. But... Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd for sure have to say Gallagher. I feel like that's probably an obvious pick. But, I mean, look, the kid is all heart. He shows up each and every game. He shows he knows what it means to wear the jersey. Um, and, and honestly, he's he, he's a guy you can rely on on the ice and off the ice. And yeah. I, I, I think he will be a have long term. And, uh, I mean, I think he should be the next captain. I don't think he will be, but I think he should be. And, uh, I mean, I just feel like he's generally a good guy, you know? Like, he's type of guy you'd want to bring home to your parents kind of thing. Like, he <laughs> yeah. seems like an all-around all good dude. And, and, and like I said, you know, if, if you're working hard there every night and, and you're showing, you know, that you want to be there, 
everything else will come. We're talking about professional athletes here. They all have what it takes somehow, somewhere, right? So I, I'd like to believe that he'll be there for a while. And uh, I don't know. He's, again, I just, I feel like he, he knows what it means to be a hab, and I, I can respect that. So yeah, that's my pick. I, I can't agree with you more. I mean, we ha- I have a Gallagher jersey on the wall here. I have a Patrick Waugh jersey on the wall. I have a Galchenyuk, but that, that's coming down. That's coming down. So we got to find something to so put there. So will you actually take it down? Yeah, 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 we take it down. We don't burn it or anything. The only guy I didn't take off was Markov because just uh, Markov is different. He's spent yeah. you know, he's he's spent a lot of special. time. Yeah, he's special. I won't take him down, but any of these new school guys, they're they're right off there. You know. Only so the, what will you do with it? We just uh, hide it. Yeah, I just put it away. Just, put it in like just the, in case he comes chest back of one dreams. day. Yeah, I just <laughs> he like, holds on to the dream. I like yeah, that. I don't throw it in the garbage or anything. I'll just put it in like I have this like little treasure chest. <laughs> one day I'll just throw it the into the ocean. The buried treasure. <laughs> I'll yeah. throw it yeah. into the, the Rue St. Laurent's one day <laughs> and just let it float. <laughs> Somebody will uh, find it. That's great. I wonder yeah. if I back it. Well, who would, you, who would you choose? I think Gallagher is the number one choice. And me, like I said, I'm hoping for sure back. I would want like if... Can he be that next young sniper who stays here for a while? It's hard to say. I mean, I wouldn't bank on young guys like you want to, like Domi and mm-hmm. and Suzuki and Kotkaniemi or Paling, but I think it's just too soon for those guys. I think, yeah, you know, Lizzie is 100% right. Yeah. I think Gallagher is a can't-miss guy jersey. And that's why I kind of, obviously, it's a little too early, but... You guys are saying Gallagher, and I'm I'm saying Domi strictly because I feel like Domi, like even though he is new, I feel like Domi is a Gallagher, like a Gallagher, Gallagher type. Wears the heart on his sleeve. He yeah. puts everything out well, on Carey the ice. Price has got a pretty big contract. So yeah, I mean you can't go wrong <laughs> with that unless yeah. he randomly gets traded. But well, no. same with Weber, but yeah, yeah. Weber though is uh, he's like yeah. it's a little exactly. precautionary. I wouldn't tell you to buy that one. That's like I, w- I definitely wouldn't be buying it. But yeah, I, well my do- my father has one, a Weber oh. jersey. So. So he yeah. also had a Subban jersey, so I, mean. I was gonna say I have I have a Subban jersey, and I'll I'll stick with it. So <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I hey, think, yeah, like. Only time will tell. Maybe there'll be an emerging star. The next 30-goal scorer will pop up. We're looking for you. <laughs> Please. Yeah, we're waiting. Please come. <laughs> any, any time now. All right, Lizzie. Well, that was awesome. I'm sure okay, cool. all of our fans are going to love having you here. Uh, that was Less Sticks, More Chicks with Girl LaFleur. Thanks for doing this, and we'll talk Thank to you, you. soon. All right, there's our newest member, our newest segment, Less Sticks, More Chicks with the girl, Lafleur, Lizzie. So now we're Lewis, Gibby, and Lizzie. All right, so, yeah, I mean, that was great. Nice to have her on. So now it's time, you know, it's been a long off-season. It's time to get some stuff off of our chest, Gibby. Yeah. So you know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls, it's time for Everybody Has a Plan Until They Get Punched in the Face. All right. Where's the Hadouken? No, that's, I got something else now. Okay. So, <laughs> who are you punching in the face this week, Gibby? Well, I... I'm going to be punching Mr. Le'Veon. Actually, no. 
I'm going to switch it up. I saw someone on Twitter today. <laughs> I was going to punch Lady Randoms? on. Randoms? Civilians get Yeah, just randoms. They're, They're supposed probably to be never, off limits. They're never going to see it coming. So I was going to punch Lady on in the face until I kind of read a few things with the whole guaranteeing contract and guaranteeing money with the franchise tag. You don't guarantee money in case of issues with the family, whatever, injuries, whatever. I'm punching a guy in the face because on Twitter I saw Incarcerated Bob was talking. Um, basically, the guy was just, he was, he was basically saying Le'Veon chose football. This is what he, this is what he deserves. Um, like he doesn't deserve to have money, blah, 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 blah. Like just basically going on a rant and in my head, I'm like, dude, like you have to realize he's not just doing it because he, like he, he wants security for his family. Right, yeah. like at the no, end I of the agree. day, at the end of the day, Le'Veon Bell has a family to feed. He needs security. He can't just get franchise tagged all the time and just be like, okay, yeah, I'll take whatever. Oh, I, I, I'm injured. I'm, oh, I'm not gonna get money now. Oh, oh, look. Oh, okay, I can't afford this house now. Oh, look, I'm out of. Oh, yeah, he's got to get the guaranteed money. So for that, uh, I'm punching Mr. Random Civilian. <laughs> I don't remember his his Twitter Terrible. handle. But I'm punching him right in the mouth, right. in the nose. Give him a, give him a couple shots. Finish him. <laughs> All right. I am punching the raggedy-haired, P.K. Subban-loving, disgrace of a journalist, Brendan Kelly. Okay, that dude has only spewed out trash all summer. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is there's a certain fan base, and I'm going to call them the Trader Joe's, even though Trader Joe's is a fantastic store. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just going to call them the Trader Joe's because it sounds good. You know, they eat that shit up. And, you know, I'm going to throw in a couple smacks to his superior at the Montreal Gazette for approving anything this guy writes and publishes. Okay, it's all trash, all subjective. None of it is facts. None of it is any type of investigative journalism. It's just hate, hate, hate. P.K. Subban. I love P.K. Subban. I mean, when we talk about the media in Montreal that we hate, this is the number one guy on the list. His face is what, you know, what we think of when we think of the bad media. So, finish him. <laughs> All right. So, quick thoughts, Gibby. Why is the off season so long? Okay. And what is your ideal length of season? So how would you structure the offseason? Should we have more hockey? Should we have, you know, more space in between games? Should less months off? What do you think? How would you structure it? I have no problem with the offseason. Really? Simply, okay, and this is where, like, the whole Le'Veon Bell thing, having a family. They have a family. Like, it's... True. Let them, yes, let them enjoy... we need sports, so yeah, help okay, us. Okay, but let's go watch some Japanese J-League. <laughs> hey, the Japan J-League. Um, great soccer, great soccer. I'm telling <laughs> you, Japan J League. <laughs> okay, so I have no problem personally with the off season. Um, let the families get together, enjoy, like Price, go out to BC and have some fun there. If I were to change it, I'd stretch out the games a little bit more, maybe an extra day. Have instead of the one day off, have two days off. So that would crunch, I guess the off season, maybe a month. You know what I'm saying? So instead of June... Start in September. 
Yeah, June. Start the season or September just start the season <laughs> September. Maybe just get rid of the like have a shorter camp and have listen, and start September. You know, ah. Listen, we would all want it earlier, but at the end of the day, you're right. They have families, and two, I think it makes it uh, it's better, right? It's just like I'll make the example of when you live in a tropical place, you kind of learn to you know you you kind of grow numb to those type of elements. Yeah. Just the heat, the beach, you don't care about it no more. But because we experience all these seasons, we enjoy the weather, we enjoy the summer, we enjoy going away. This is kind of like hockey. We need to take that break away from hockey because then it just brings us right back to it and the love is strong. It doesn't become too much. It's like the UFC. Remember when UFC was only once every few months? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like once a week? Yeah, they're doing UFC events every two weeks Yeah, right? And then it's just like people just... Oversaturated. Yeah, exactly. That's the exact word. I, I don't have that in my arsenal of vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and um, just out of curiosity, would you visit the White House if you were a part of a championship team? Um, if Trump's the president? Yeah, like right no. now. Right now. No. No. Going all the all the all the garbage going on in the world with in the U.S. with um, like the white versus black culture, I guess I'll say. Racism. Racism and all that. I'm not a fan of racism. I have a lot of friends who are not Caucasian, I'll say. Um, so I'm, I'm a big supporter of the Kaepernick movement, uh, raising awareness and the equality behind all that. And we all know Trump isn't about equality and he's... He tries to make it seem like he's cool with it, but if he really was cool with it, he wouldn't be allowing all the stuff going on in the U.S. So it's a no for me. I would not visit the White House if he was president. A guy like Barack Obama, yeah, I'd go kick it over there at the at the White House 100%, <laughs> but not for me. Not what about Debbie? Debbie Bush? Debbie, eh? Nobody even Nobody was snubbing Debbie. <laughs> no, no, he yeah, wasn't bad. You know, I, anybody except for Trump, really. Yeah, you know, I, I have to agree. I don't support his, his views and stuff like that, so it's a no for me as well. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. All right, so you know what time it is now, Gibby. What time is it, Lewis? Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Sports Picked Weekly. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, so I know hockey season's not here, so we're going to have a little recap here. Um, last year, I finished 25, 25, and 2. Gibby finished 30, 18, and 3. He won. So yeah. we're going to start this season by basically, we'll start with the NFL since hockey's not here yet. So only underdogs, mm-hmm. okay? And you can only choose a team once. So two games a week. Let's start like that. Okay. So Who you got Green Bay versus Minnesota. Green Bay's favored. I'm taking Minnesota. I'm in a pop. Taking Minnesota to cover. Aaron Rodgers' injury is going to come up because of the fact that Minnesota is going to be attacking him, the great defense of Minnesota. I'm also taking Baltimore over Cincinnati since he's the favorite there. I felt like Baltimore... Don't even, be blinded by that performance. No, no, no. no. I'm not going to be Bills. blinded against that performance. But I'm not going to be... 
I, I don't think Cincinnati's a good team. I don't. And I think Buffalo, Baltimore, the Red sorry. Rocket. No. <laughs> I think Baltimore is going to have a great game against Cincinnati. It's a division matchup. Always great matchups with within the division. I feel like Baltimore is going to win by at least a touchdown. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Pretty well, uh, Flacco. I'm going to take Oakland versus Denver. Ooh. I'm taking Coach Gruden and uh, my boy Derek Carr and that nasty defense mm-hmm. um, to beat Denver. Interesting. Denver's favored by five and a half. I'm taking Oakland to upset them. Uh, and then the Giants versus Dallas. Dallas is terrible. Believe me. Absolutely. They suck. They're favored by three in this game. I got Saquon. Saquads. Say, say. Saquad Barkley. They call him Saquad. Cause yeah, because he's, he's got huge, huge legs. Yeah, so I'm taking them. Dallas by three is favorite, but the Giants, the G-Men, the New York football Giants, get it done. Okay. All right, so there you go, man. That's season three, episode one of Have a Listen. Okay, I have a quick question for you. With weekly sports picks, are we going to add Lizzie if she's interested in it? We to will. We're going to ask her. We'll ask, ask her in we'll ask Lizzie the, come the season yeah, if she wants in. When the season starts, we'll start okay. clean slate. Bragging rights within the trio. Sounds good. I'm coming for the... I'm going back to yeah, back. you're trying here. to get the title. Back All right. to back. We'll talk to Lizzie and we'll see how it goes. So we're going to put her information. She's at Girl LaFleur. We're going to tag her. She is the newest member. Proud to have her on board of the yeah. Abolis and Squad Up. Yeah. So yeah, that was another episode. Thank you. Everybody for listening, mm-hmm. and uh, see y'all see later. See y'all later. Bye, have a great time. This podcast is brought to you by Rocket Sports Media. Be sure to visit allhabs.net to gain access to our podcasts and articles from all of our team members. Also, download the Sunspot app. Don't you want to know what the next hot app is going to be? Well, here it is. Download the Sunspot app. Create a room, invite your friends, and join the journey as this turns global. Sunspot, connecting people with creators.